author's note, or why did I buy this book again? You might expect me to narrate the epic events of the Arab Spring, to tell you the details of the geopolitical and sociological circumstances, whatever that means, that led to the various Arab revolutions throughout the Middle East, and the great hopes and aspirations that came with them. You might expect me to give you an in-depth analysis of how everything there now seems to be a total desperate mess. But do you really care about that? Be honest. Don't you just want to make it seem like you understand the Middle East by dropping knowledge bombs? At least these don't hurt on your friends. But you'd rather hear it from the Egyptian guy you saw a couple of times on The Daily Show? I mean, even people from my country stopped caring about why we are a shit show a long time ago. For us, in the Middle East, injustice, oppression, and the insanity of justifying them are now just an integral part of our government-sponsored daily news. Nothing surprises us anymore. We have somehow embraced the failure, disappointment, and futility of what everything has become, the same way you guys embrace PBS. You don't know why it's still on the air, but somehow you've all accepted it. Plus, if you really wanted to get an objective, in-depth study about what the hell is happening in the Middle East, you'd go get a book published by some wonky think tank in Washington. There are dozens of these books claiming they've got the answer for what the hell is happening there. Yet, the Middle East is still a big mess. So, either no one is reading these books, or even heavily funded policy institutions don't know jack shit about us. So, let me give you some advice. If you think you are ever going to truly understand what is happening in the Middle East, stop. Instead of giving you some underwhelming history lesson, I'm going to tell you my story. What happened to me while the revolution occurred and my unexpected role within it. Yeah, sure, my story makes me sound important. But really, it is just a ploy to keep you interested. Hell, you might think I am an arrogant son of a bitch for thinking that people would buy a book just to hear my story, and you are right. Who the fuck do I think I am? But then again, you're just the same country that published and bought biographies about Paris Hilton and Heidi Montag. Hell, even Fabio wrote a fucking book. So, if you're looking to read about fake boobs, sex tapes, or a man with long blonde hair who half-nakedly rides a horse, then you're right. You won't care about my story. But the problem is, I have already received an advance from the publisher, which I have already spent. So, either I come up with a book, or hustle my way through paying back the advance. And since I can't really escape the publisher by fleeing back to my country, from which I had to escape more than two years ago, more on that later, I might as well write the goddamn book. How my story is not already in development to be an awards season darling is beyond me. Picture this, an Arab man, played by Javier Bardem with an accent, because, you know, Hollywood's diversity problem grows up to save a few lives as a heart surgeon, but when a whole region experiences the biggest clusterfuck in its history, he saves the whole nation with his jokes. The writers might have to take some liberties in order to write a happy ending and appeal to an American audience, but enjoy your second Oscar, Javier. However, the movie has yet to be made, so you're just going to have to listen to this audiobook. Through it, you'll see how ignorance, xenophobia, Racism and everything that Donald Trump stands for can transcend borders, cultures, and religions. 
you'll find how easy it is to brainwash masses of people, however well-informed they think they are, without the funding of Fox News, the pure hatred that is Ann Coulter or the Bible. After the fame and the short-lived celebrity life I had in Egypt, my story is all I have left. So, consider me your companion for the next 70,000 words. Yes, that's the minimum the publisher asked for. If you're lucky, listening to this book may incite an interesting conversation or fight at a bar. In certain parts of the country, I bet you look and sound exotic, i.e. un-American, reading a short history of the Arab Spring through the eyes of the John Stewart of Egypt. If you're liberal, you'll attract other liberals, you know, being interested in the matters of the world and shit. If you're really lucky, you might even get laid tonight by some hot chick. If you're a woman, that last sentence is totally sexist and was planted in there by my editor. And if